0: Hello everyone and welcome to episode 12 of the Merry Around Podcast. My name is Mary Rasha and I'm your host. This podcast is powered by self Sport. We are pickleball. well the 2023 pickleball year is complete it has been such a fun year on the PPA tour and I'm excited for another good year in 2024. I just competed at the PPA finals in San Clemente and made it to the semifinals in singles and I'm super happy with this result have been working hard all year and Had some great battles, especially shout out to fellow Selkirk player, Yudit Castillo. We had an epic battle to get into the semifinal, but Yudit is just one of the best sports in our game, and I just really respect that about you, and we always have good battles. They go either way, and there need to be more people like you in pickleball, so great battle and good job making it to the MLP finals. Also, speaking of MLP, my team, the Miami Pickleball Club, was in the MLP playoffs on Monday, and although the results didn't go our way on the court, it was so special to have the OC crew out there supporting our team. Everyone was decked out in their pink attire, and one of my friends, shout out Sarah, wore this Pink flamingo inflatable suit that is just iconic, and I love that about MLP getting the energy high and just the good vibes. Now, I have a couple of weeks off, so I'm really excited to have time to rest my body. I've said this a lot on the show where I'm a very on the go person, and so I'm going to take this time to really rest and enjoy time with family and friends during the holiday, but also. Keep practicing because we're ready to come out strong in the beginning of 2024. I think it's going to be a great year. So look out for Maggie and me on the tour. Now I'm going to introduce you guys to our guest for the day. She is a PPA tour gold medalist, two-time MLP champion, vegan athlete, and one of the first people I met in my pickleball journey. Please welcome to the show, Megan Dazon hello megan hey mary welcome (laughs) to the merry-go-round podcast (laughs) i'm stoked to be here thanks for having me yes where are you calling from today calling from my parents in marietta
1: california i'm in town for the holidays so just yeah just hanging out here after the tournament in san clemente
0: Oh, I'm so glad to hear you're in SoCal. The weather is the best this time of year, and I feel like you know it's great to be with family. Are they really into pickleball too? Oh yeah, yeah. They came out to they came out
1: to the uh, PPA San Clemente, uh, the finals. And actually, no, they didn't come out for MLP. I went and watched MLP, but they came out for the finals. Anytime there's a tournament out here it's only like an hour from San Clemente they love to go and watch and they're always watching on tv too so it doesn't matter (laughs) they're they're up to date on all the pickleball stuff
0: oh yeah don't you feel like your family texts you all the time like oh here's this update from this match or here's what you should have done in this match I feel like we are always Mm -hmm. talking about pickleball
1: (laughs) oh yes Yes, I know. I was thinking about that recently. I can't remember a day where I haven't talked about pickleball. Um, But yeah, I actually I love it when because I know your dad coaches you and is super involved. And my dad doesn't necessarily coach me, but he's definitely watching and will give his feedback. And I, I love to hear, you know, different perspectives on, you know, what he sees and all that. So so
0: I'm always looking forward to it. Oh yeah, for sure. Okay, Megan, we're jumping right into it. The Megan background with pickleball. When and how did you get introduced to this sport? So
1: um, like many people during um, when COVID happened the first year, um, it was like towards the end of uh, 2020. And um, Tyler Loon, um, who most people know, I've known him since college. And I was following him on Instagram and he was already posting about like his professional pickleball journey. And so I reached out to him and was like, Hey, can I get a paddle? I want to try this out and see, you know, if I like it. And I, I tried it, I loved it. And I pretty much like right away was like, oh, I want to go all in with this because I feel like it's going to blow up. I know all of us tennis players are going to want to pick this up and compete because our tennis career is over and so now like it's fun to like get those competitive juices flowing yeah. and um yeah so that's when it that's when it started and then um you're one of the first pickleball people i met when we met in oh, vegas babe. at our when we were playing 5-0 at the ppa that was our first well at least my first ppa event um oh, was it yours yeah yeah yeah
0: yeah vegas what a good time i always mm-hmm. loved that one of my favorites every year but yeah, yeah I remember meeting you and being like oh my gosh this girl is so good and you played with the Queen Kimberly I love yes. the best but it's just so crazy to think how far we've come since then mm-hmm. I know
1: I know it's awesome we're both crushing it and and Maggie it's yeah it's been really fun really fun to watch our journeys and then your family is always so great I love seeing your dad and your mom at all the events
0: I feel like that's what makes it special because I feel like you're really close with your family too and it's great to share these moments and the journey with them and yeah I remember you and meeting Elise pretty early on in my career Mm -hmm. and Yana too I feel like that was kind of like who was playing Georgia at the end of yes 2020 we were all kind of like really getting into it and it was so fun last week when everyone was in town for the finals we all got to like be up at los cab i'm like wow we're really lucky to be surrounded with like such great people
1: you know oh yeah totally i know los cab's great i i love that spot so So, yeah no i was glad you guys could have me i was just remembering too when we um the ppa event we played in it was like Um, it was I think yeah it was one of probably one of our first pro events the other one was 5-0 but this one was pro and me and Rob Nunnery played you and AJ first round oh my and remember the match had to get canceled or it had to get stopped because they like had an issue with the draw so we played like I think it was like tied 4-4 yeah and then the match
0: stopped so (laughs) that's never happened again but that was that was pretty funny that was the only time i've ever seen that happen we were in the mm-hmm. middle of the match and just had to stop and i guess we'll never know what the we'll result. never <laughs> know <laughs> we'll all reunite someday but um right. yeah. so many good memories it's good to look back on like another one was actually on a rare occasion when i don't play with my sister you and i paired up for yes yeah afters, and That's gonna be the first tournament of next year. Like everything's just full circle. Just so many good memories with Megan.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Oh yeah. Oh yeah. That all white tournament. That was that was a fun one.
0: Yes, it's fun to have like the aesthetic of dressing up and feeling like Wimbledon. It's it's one of my favorite tournaments of the year. For sure. And of
1: course we had to play Maggie first round of that tournament. (laughs) Of course.
0: It always happens like that. Like the one time I don't play with her, that's who I play. But so many good memories wanted to talk a little more about what you did before you played pickleball
1: okay yeah so before pickleball man i was like i was really trying to figure out what i wanted to do like as a profession i after i graduated college i pretty much started coaching tennis most of the time that was the main thing i was doing And then here and there, I was substitute teaching because I was debating getting a teaching credential, but I wasn't sure like what grade or subject I wanted to do. Um, so yeah, it was mostly tennis and then a little bit of like working in the school district. And I, I did that. Yeah, probably about four years after, um, after I was done in college, I moved back to California. So I was like a teaching pro um at a club out here in California and then I moved back to Utah which actually ended up working out great because the pickleball scene once I did start pickleball in 2020 is just crazy it's I mean there's so many people to play with in Utah so I felt like it really was a great place to like start a pickleball journey you know is to have like so many people in courts to play on um yeah that's that's pretty much all I did during uh, leading up to the pro pickleball scene. I was just, just trying to figure out what I wanted to do. So I'm grateful that pickleball landed in my
0: lap. Oh yeah. I mean, the timing could not have worked out better. It's, it's so weird to be in that like post-college life. Mm-hmm. What am I going to do with my life? I still don't know what's going to happen in the years to come. Right. Like right now, just enjoying the moment. And yeah, so glad you chose this path. And wanted to jump into okay so now you're full-time pickleball living Mm -hmm. touring life but when you are not on the road what is a daily routine for megan that's
1: something i need to work
0: on honestly is having a set daily
1: routine okay um but thankfully i mean
0: (laughs) what New Year's resolution is to yes.
1: New Year's resolution is having more structure because with the lifestyle we have, it's like, it's pretty free, um, you know, outside of our tournaments, we kind of, you know, can choose how we structure it and mine just, I'm always kind of flying by the seat of my pants and I like, I make sure to get practice and to go to the gym, but it's not really at any specific time, but ideally next year a day in the life will look like getting cracked rec in or yeah drilling in in the morning and then um maybe go to the gym and ideally get maybe one more session short session in of either rec games or more drilling and i would like to hire um maybe like a strength and conditioning coach um next year but sorry, going into a lot.
0: No, please uh, do.
1: <laughs> Honestly, that's pretty much it though. Just like, I feel like I like to keep pretty low key, just at least two to three hours of practice in a day and, and make it to the gym like five to six days a week. That's sounds- ideally. <laughs> yeah.
0: That sounds like a pretty simple, but effective schedule. When you are in Utah, who do you mainly train with? Uh, good question. So
1: um, me, Elise, Edda, and Callie are trying, we're hoping to start training more together just since we're all so close. It's great to get practice in with that high level of women's play. But I would say up until this point, um, I'll like drill with Edda here and there and I'll drill with um, Scott Johnston. He's a senior pro out in Utah. Um, and yeah, a couple, actually, there's a couple of senior pros I, I will train with, Cord Robbins, and um, they're they're always up for drilling or up for rec games and um, and then yeah uh, play some rec with Elise we're all we're all it, it, I mix it up a lot but the, those three ladies we're all gonna try and train more together just to kind of keep upping our level and getting better um, in women's doubles.
0: Cool, love it. Yeah, girl power.
1: <laughs> yeah.
0: <laughs> yes. Okay. And so we talked about what your life looks like when you're not traveling. But when Mm -hmm. you're on the road, what's kind of the pre match day routine and a day look like there? So I this last year,
1: I typically was staying in an Airbnb, which is nice, because then you know, you can you have a kitchen, you can go grocery shopping, and it kind of just kind of feels a little bit more more homey and you can like relax instead of like always being in a hotel. Yeah. So um typically like when I fly in, the first thing I'll do, I'll go grocery shopping, stock up uh for the weekend, and um go get some practice in to get used to, you know, whether it's a change of altitude or a different ball, whatever it is. Um make sure to I usually fly in Wednesday, practice Wednesday, Thursday. And um yeah, usually just getting points in um and wreck games since you know the tournament's right around the corner and not really drilling at that point. Um and like match day, what do I typically do? <laughs> a lot of things are goals. I want to do better and um I definitely want to be better about like stretching and getting um like a more efficient warm-up in before. Um I usually try and uh, right now I try and get there like an hour before the matches start to warm up and you know Get some points before the actual match begins because if i don't get points before the match begins it takes me a minute to get going i don't know if you feel the same way but
0: yes yes i am big on getting a good warm-up in before a tournament day Mm -hmm. i especially like you said when you go to a new place there is always some sort of element that's different than where you normally practice and Mm -hmm. you don't want to wait right until the match to know that and be down six and then realize exactly it's a little windy today like
1: Mm -hmm. (laughs) yes yes so so true some people I don't know like Tyler Loon and some other people they can just go right into it and they feel just fine but i need some points just to get moving and uh get a get a feel and you know get some stupid shots out of the way
0: (laughs) yes i feel that well that's good information okay so you talked a lot about how you like staying at a place with a kitchen you go grocery (laughs) shopping when you get to the tournament we're really big on that too but what are some of your go to foods and food places to eat? Because I feel like I always see on your social media, you're always trying something new.
1: (laughs) Oh, yeah. Like, usually when I first get into, get into town, I just type in since I'm vegan, I it's like, there's usually more like limited options. So I try and like, look things up and see if there's any like great restaurants that cater specifically to that. Um, and I like to try out new places. That's usually like my main goal is to at least try one or two new places everywhere I go. Um, but my, yeah, it's tough. Cause we're always somewhere new. So it's like go-to spots are tough. I, I do t- typically like in the mornings go somewhere like a nectar juice bar or like a Jamba juice, just get a protein smoothie and, um, like avocado toast or something like that, just to start the day. That's a, that's a pretty regular routine. Um. And then from there, yeah, I just have um, you know, my typical groceries I get, which I keep it super simple. Like on game day, I'll do like a peanut butter jelly with like have a banana and apples and um dates on me, like through to eat throughout the day. And Owen, Owen protein drinks is my favorite uh plant-based protein. So yeah.
0: Good. All the food. <laughs> nice I'll have to try some of that stuff I just I thought it was fun because this is pretty recent we went to nationals and MLP and we got to spend some time together because you were teammates with my sister and mm-hmm. we went to flower child you got Mendocino farms like it's always fun to find the good places to eat and try new things oh, yeah. so I guess what I'm saying is I have some staple places I always go but you can always mix you yeah. get and yeah it's it's hard on the road though to keep like your eating routine and everything at least for me it is i don't know about you
1: yeah no definitely Uh, but like you said like at nationals like if i do find a good spot like mendocino or flower child i'll probably eat at those two places like the whole weekend
0: yeah yeah me too and it's always fun in pickleball too which i think is so unique about the sport is there have been many times where you know, you're playing against your competition during the day, but we'll often do like a fun group dinner or something after. Mm -hmm. I think that's so special about pickleball, how we can all just be competing against each other, but then go out to a fun dinner like after. And I I have some good memories. I know we went to Benihana for for Maggie's birthday and it was just the most random group, but it's always Yeah, Yeah, no, it is great.
1: I I love it. I love that most of us can, you know, keep it on the court. And then like, we travel so much like it like makes a huge difference for us all to be friends and to be able to hang out It makes it way more enjoyable. I feel like it helps with burnout and not, you know, feeling like lonely on the road. I know it can be Um, for some people it can be it can be really tough. But thankfully, like having good friends, like helps helps a ton.
0: Yes. Very important to find your people on. Mm-hmm. Yep. Yep. Definitely. Okay. Next up, Megan, you seem to like drilling a lot. What are you working on in your pickleball game? And to add on to that, what is a tip for someone who may want to get better at what you're working on?
1: Oh, so I'm really trying to <laughs> incorporate uh, a two-handed backhand roll dink nice. um I just think because I I already do like a two-handed speed up but um as of right now it's pretty obvious that when I go for a two-hander I'm gonna probably be speeding it up so I kind of want to make it so it's you know more of a disguise mm-hmm. um and you're not sure if I'm gonna just dink or do a speed up so Um, my tip would probably be, and it's something I'm working on is trying to make my, um, prep for my dink and my speed up look the same, like for both sides, forehand or backhand, just to really disguise it and make your opponent really second guess, like what you're going to do to have that little slight hesitation, you know? So that, that's, those are the main things I'm working on right now.
0: That is such a good point about disguising your shots, because I feel like when you keep getting better and better, the people you're playing against may start to try to learn the -hmm. way you play and they may even watch some old film of your matches, you know, to like learn stuff. So learning how to disguise shots coming up with new things, man, that is that's what I'm working on too. So nice. yeah. (laughs) Yeah. Awesome. Yes, well, good. Thank you for that tip, Megan. Mm-hmm. Uh, moving on, what is one of your favorite pickleball memories from twenty twenty three? Hmm, I feel like I feel like there's been a lot actually. Oh. Um, it's been a good year.
1: It ha- it has been a really good year. Um. Oh, I would probably have to say like favorite memory on court. Um, oh man. Yeah. There's, there's been a couple. Okay. Um, yeah,
0: share them all.
1: <laughs> yeah. So I was gonna say like, uh, winning red rock with Etta was really special because, um, well, I don't know. We, I felt like that weekend, we both just like really had to like lift each other up. We weren't, we both weren't feeling the greatest. I know Etta was dealing with an injury. And um, I, I just know by Championship Sunday, I was feeling pretty fatigued, and so um, I, it was really special just for us to like be there for one another, communicate, and like be able to pull through and get gold. And that was my first time, first and only time so far, winning, winning gold. And so it was great to be able to do it with her. And then um, um, I guess all my special moments on court have been with Eda so far this year, um, like winning MLP in San Clemente and in Daytona. Um, it, those were really cool memories. And um, I just, yeah, like winning the winning the Dream Breaker in San Clemente was really fun because um, I felt like we both were able to step up in singles which um, the first event of the year, I was not able to. So I tried to make it a point to do better by the last one. Um, so yeah, so those have all been really special moments and it's been fun sharing those with etta like um all those wins,
0: yeah, so, <laughs> all those wins. <laughs> <laughs> you have to celebrate i was listening to a podcast recently which was talking about like celebrating your good moments and your journey and how important that is because you never know when those moments are gonna come along so yay Megan. Yeah. you definitely had a great year and I remember seeing you guys win the Red Rock tournament too, and that just must have been so special to win in Utah and for MLB, mm-hmm. two, your other home in California. Like, yes. winning at home is just even more special. So, oh yes, it was year. awesome. Thank you. Yeah,
1: no, it was great. And actually, my parents, um, and yeah, my parents were at Red Rock and they were at San Clemente, so it's just extra special having family there and cheering you on.
0: So besides you, who mm-hmm. is like the next best pickleball player in the family?
1: <laughs> oh, in the family. Ooh, that's a good question. Um, man, uh, my, my parents are actually both pretty good. Um, probably would say my, so I have two older brothers and a little sister. And I would probably say my older brother, Corey is probably the next best pickleball player um yeah none of them go out and compete really but they're they just love it
0: yeah cool so maybe someday in the future we'll see the the brother sister pairing on tour
1: yeah maybe i know he's actually he's he's thought about it and then my little sister loves it so who knows maybe i'll get some both my siblings out there
0: that'd be so fun it
1: would be fun yeah
0: so Megan, there's a question I love to ask people. And it's if you were going to a karaoke bar, you know, if you and Edda were to go after you won the tournament at Red Rock, what is the go-to karaoke song for you? Oh, I, I'm lame. I fully support,
1: like, I love going to the karaoke bar, but I'm never the one that goes up and sings. I... I was trying to think of a karaoke song, but I'm like, I, I don't think I've ever gone up and done it. So that's maybe might be my new year's resolution is to find the uh, a song that I would wanna do karaoke to and just go and do it.
0: <laughs> okay, we will be rooting for you to get up on this yes. thing, but I do feel like you enjoy music and like going to concerts, mm-hmm. right? Like you like that kind of yes. stuff. Oh yeah. I love
1: music. I just, I just, you know, I don't um, feel super comfortable singing and even if it's just for fun, but that's why, but maybe I just need to go and do it.
0: Okay. Well, looks like we're going to make that a goal in 2024. Lots. The vibe I'm getting from this chat is we've got lots of goals for the new year and I'm ready to see them come into existence.
1: (laughs) Me too. Me too. Let's hope they do. Let's hope we, we stick to it.
0: <laughs> Good. Well, Megan, it has been so much fun chatting with you today. And before we go, is there anything else you want to say to the viewers or any pickleball advice?
1: Ooh, Um. I don't know. I don't know if I have any advice, but I guess I would just say like, Um, for anyone that's been following my journey this year and has reached out to me that I am very grateful for that and all the support. Um, I mean, our pickleball community is so great. And um, I just, I love being a part of it. And I love getting to uh, meet people at tournaments and talk to them on social media. So yeah, just that I'm grateful for that and for the pickleball uh, community we have.
0: Awesome. Well, thank- and for you having me on the podcast. Oh, <laughs> yes. Thank you for coming on, Megan. We'll have to have you on again sometime soon. And just want to say thank you to everyone who tuned in to this episode of the Merry Go Round Podcast. We will see you next time. Bye. See you guys.